You are now listening to For All Nerds Show, a podcast about geek and pop culture from the perspective of people of color. For All Nerds is hosted by DJ Ben Amin and Tatiana Keen Jones. For All Nerds Show is a member of the Loudspeakers Network, where we always say rest in peace to our founder, Combat Jack. For All Nerds Show is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcasts, live events, our website are all independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And what's up, y'all? And welcome to another episode of the For All Nerds Show. The voice of the Urban Geek, the podcast where we distrust geek culture from the perspective of people of color. And sitting in the captain's chair, as always, it's your boy DJ Ben Amin, a.k.a. Lightwork Kagami, Premium Peter Parker, Chris Radnorock, Yolo Baggins, Master Splinter Cell, Trinidad Bane. Keep that same energon when you see me. <laughs> Here in the spaceship tonight, and as always... Well, at least for this week, before she, <laughs> you know, goes on an interplanetary mission, I'm joined by Tatiana King Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as Sean Jean Luc Picard, the Lord of Lightsabers, Chance the Parapper, J Prince of All Saints, Baptist Mamariba, and the Ting of the North. Yes, the Ting of the North. Yes, who is actually going to be the Ting of the South? Trinidad Tatiana. <laughs> Trinidad Tatiana <laughs> is in the spaceship right now. Yeah. Not for much longer. You'll see me. I'll be back. Yeah, she'll be back. I'll be course. back. But let's talk. Let's talk about who was also away on an away mission for a little bit. You were. Oh, I don't know what you're talking you about. You was recalibrating, remember? Yeah, true. But we were all recalibrating because neither of us was here last <laughs> week. You Next. know, some of us just happened to be in different places. You know, that's I had right. To, yeah, I had to take a quick trip myself down south. You know, somewhere undisclosed locations. And yeah, I needed that, folks. It yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are asking where DJ Ben Amin was, and that's also what I'm referring to. He had to take a, or is still on a social media break of sorts. Yeah. And this is actually something that we've talked about in previous shows that sometimes it's really, really, really much more healthy to just step away from the phone, step away from social media, step away from all of the madness because it will F with you. Yes. Um, I actually completely deactivated my Twitter account. So if you've been trying to at me, that's why you can't. I'll probably reactivate it soon-ish. Don't make no promises. Yeah, I'm not making no promises at all. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll, I'll reactivate it just because I don't want it to get deleted. And I want to, you know, so it's still there. Well, it will take, like, at least 30 days. But yes. that being said, um, how do you feel? Like, do you uh, believe that this... Oh, I feel hella better, ha- yo. It makes you feel good. Oh, my okay. God. Because I still tweet from, you know, our other accounts. And I got some burners out there and stuff. Just in case, you know, I need to throw that heat somewhere. Got to keep an eye on the people. Yes. But I don't... Because I don't have it, you know, my access to my own account, I don't respond to people like that. And I don't really go into the trending topics and see what people are talking about and argue with people over things that really have nothing to do with my life. You don't go down the rabbit holes. I don't go down the rabbit holes. What I actually suggest to people also in places to get away, like it's social media, but to get away from the toxic social media, go to TikTok. Oh. And just watch, like, TikTok videos will uplift your ass, M- most of them. Some mm-hmm. of them are, are, again, you can't completely get away from trash. Yeah. But a lot of them are just 
hilarious. Yes. Um, I'm on there too on a little burner account. I might start posting soon. Who knows? Point is, it's just you just need to laugh and just be able to release and like you. There's so much stress and fucked up shit in general. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, if if you absolutely cannot get off your phone, at least get something that's like uplifting. Yeah, and that was my thing. I just needed to be able to get off of it. And it felt like an extreme measure to deactivate it, but I felt like that was the only way because I'd done other things like delete the app and all that, but I would still just go back to it when I was on my computer and everything. You know, social media is a very addictive thing, and they really, you know, it's designed to be super addictive, and they have teams of engineers Mm -hmm. and psychoanalysts, psychiatrists, all type of things to make sure that each app is as addictive as possible to keep you on there for as much as possible. The internet's a hell of a drug. Hell of a drug. So I just felt, I do feel a lot better having deleted it and deactivated it and just moved away from it for a minute and just not sitting there arguing over nothing and getting angry over things that, like I said, just really have nothing to do with my life. Facts. Yeah. But you know what does have to do with our lives? Oh, what's that? Movies. Oh, Lots of movies. Uh, Over the break, we, well, I don't know if you saw both, but I definitely saw Birds of Prey and Sonic the Hedgehog movie. I only saw Birds of Prey. Okay, let's talk about Birds of Prey yeah. together real quick. Yeah. Thoughts? Um, well, I saw your tweets about how it was the best DC uh, movie ever. No, I didn't say okay. that. Okay, I said it was good. the best DC movie, and this is outside of the Nolan series. Yeah, I mean. But this yeah. is the out of the current universe, yeah, the current I mean. crop. Yeah. Yes, it's the best one. Um, I And I didn't say the best one as number one. I yeah. said is the best when we talk about in terms of uh, Shazam. It's Shazam was one of them. Birds of Prey is one of them. And Wonder Woman, um, now that all three are together to a lesser degree. But um, mm-hmm. I put those as the top yes. of the DC Universe movie crop. I would agree with you there. I, I, th- I thought it was a good movie. I also thought it was slightly forgettable. Like... I thought okay. you know yeah I thought it had a lot of good things. I okay I think my biggest issue with the film is that I felt like it didn't need to be a Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey film because that gave short shaft to the Birds of Prey while giving a lot of light to Harley Quinn, which I enjoyed. But I would have rather had them in separate films where I got more from the Birds of Prey than I got. I did. I felt like they were painted with broad strokes. Are you seeing this as a but, and I think also is there bias because you have the history of who what, who, and what Birds of Prey are versus just a random moviegoer who's off the street who knows nothing. Oh, yeah, definitely. But also just as a moviegoer who knows nothing, if you have Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey, I feel like they should be given more shine than they got. Even though they each had their own little moments, I didn't feel like their characters were that well-developed. It was like, okay, this is, you know, Huntress. This is Renee Montoya. Hmm. I... I feel differently i feel like with the amount of time that they have well first of all the runtime was perfect it wasn't too long or too short nope. i believe that they did actually indeed provide a great window into introducing all these characters yes, introduction and yes. and that's the whole point of the movie and mm-hmm. further even the title you use which is which is also the fall of warner brothers dc whatever they should have really went with that exact yes. title. Harley Quinn and the Birds and of Prey. And the Birds of Prey, yeah. Or, or just, you know, Harley yeah. Quinn, you know, uh, colon and whatever the fuck else. Yeah. This whole fantabism match. 
People don't know what that is. And let me tell you, the majority of the viewers are people off the street. And when I say people off the street, I mean them as a euphemism. I'm just saying people who don't necessarily have the history or understand yeah. the canon of DC, let alone Harley Quinn and Birds of Prey and Black Canary stuff. Like, yeah. no, and in real life, if you go to your grandmama right now and say, yo, you know who Black Canary is? She's going to be like, what? She's going to say, you talking about something from in the past, you know, or what are you talking about? And further, like, even if you go to maybe like a, a younger viewer, they're going to probably know who Carly Quinn is. Uh, and, and even if you, just the residual effect of things like Suicide Squad, yeah. things like Joker in general, Harley Quinn has always been in the background somewhere. Yes. Cartoons, yes. DC Universe, yes. like the Harley Quinn shit. So for you to then come up with all this really, I got I got it from a, from a whole story perspective, why they did that, because the story is told in Harley Quinn's perspective, it doesn't make sense from a marketing perspective. It doesn't make sense from a marquee perspective, because that's a long-ass fucking title. Yeah, that would never make um, it. And that's why, after a week of the movie being out, at least for the marquees in, in the movie theaters, they changed it so it just said Harley Quinn. Yeah. But from a marketing perspective, they had already put out all the flyers, all the all the posters, posters all of the, like, everything with this long-ass name. So I think that definitely hurt it. I was shocked, because I... When I remember that, oh, shit, I got to go buy my ticket. It was like a Thursday. No, it was a Friday. Yeah. And I said, oh, I got to buy my ticket for Saturday. Every single screening, there was, there was first of all, there were 30 to 40 screenings for one day mm -hmm. in my theater. All of them were 20, 25% full. Yeah. And that's when I knew something was wrong. Because yeah. in my theater, I you can... I bought my shit mad late, and, too. And mad, I thought it was mad late because I forgot because yeah. I was doing too much. In my theater, you can pick your seat. Yeah. And that's how you know when... So for generally, everyone, we know about how bad or how good, especially if it's, a good if, it's, if it's something anticipated, it's hard as hell to get it if you're trying to do it the day before. This one, crickets. Crickets. And then when I walked into the theater and sat down, <laughs> I was looking, I did the whole look around like, well, where the hell everybody yeah. else at? Like, it, it, I, felt, I felt really nervous. But then the movie was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It was absolutely fun. It, again, gave you an introduction to all of these characters. And to me, it was done in a very measured and, and even-handed manner. It provided a way for, as they say, girl power without being overbearing. It did it correctly the way uh, Captain Marvel did it wrong. Captain Marvel, to me, did a... Poor, piss poor job wow. of the the whole girl power we love you like when I say overt like slapping it on like heavy thick ass mayonnaise I don't want it wow that's how Captain Marvel did it for me this one they it was just part of the story like she's fucking Harley Quinn she's with some badass bitches and they getting it done like it wasn't I didn't feel uh, not the, not catered, but I didn't feel like I was being. What's the word I'm looking for? Like like was someone's pandered. Pandered. I wouldn't feel like I was being pandered to. Okay. Like so so in, in that sense, they did that right. Just from a comic book movie, it was fun. Margot Robbie is the human uh, 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 embodiment of Harley Quinn. Yes. She loves that character. You can tell she 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 puts time and effort and work. Everyone else did time and effort and work into their characters and into even the even the, the supporting characters like. Everyone did their job. The writing did their job. The music did its job. Mm -hmm. The scenes, the cuts, the directing, the photography, the, the, the cinematography. cinematography. Everything, to me, worked in concert very well with each other. It was a well-crafted movie. Yes. That got, relatedly, not relatedly, but uh, a comparatively dust. Now, that being said, the movie didn't make $147 million worldwide as of today. Yep. The movie cost about eighty three or eighty four million to make, so it, at least it did make us budget back. Marketing, but all but, that. but 
really is the marketing screwed it. And that's trying to eat up some of that profits. All right, let me uh, correct myself and say I didn't think of it as forgettable. Like it's the same way I feel like Shazam. Like I feel like Shazam is a really good movie, but not something where it stuck with me. And my um one thing, I mean, mm. let's say the cinematography, all that, you know, exceptional. Margot Robbie, like you said, exceptional. I thought everybody was great. I thought uh, Rosie Perez or Renee oh, Montoya Rosie was, uh, you know, she fantastic. She is Renee Montoya. Yeah, like, fantastic. Yo. And I love Renee Montoya. That's one of my favorite characters. I definitely, I'm not a big Cassandra Kane fan, but I know that she was changed ridiculous. Yeah, I've heard they that, They might as well just care. given her another name. No, but see, you got to understand, you don't care, but... Because I don't, but I don't yeah, care but that'd be like, about that Yeah, but that'd be like yes. somebody coming in and making Storm a white woman. Right. Well. <laughs> no, it is. Would, it's pretty is it, huge. Is that is that huge it's, of a difference? I'm, ta- I'm not talking Kane about her, is, her race. I'm talking no, about just. she's still Asian, but yeah. everything else was okay. different. Okay, so they changed her It'd be like, heart. okay, let's say Storm, you know, is doesn't have superpowers. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And never did. You know, that would be the type of thing. That's not cute. So, and so suddenly started making jokes. They completely jokes. flipped Consanga. <laughs> yeah, I did see some yeah, stuff. Completely, completely. I did see some stuff on Twitter about they was like, I don't know who that is. And yeah. Similar to what you said. They said they could have They should have just named it a different character. Should have just named it a different character. It would have been, you know, no problems at all. Because I liked her character in the film. Mm. But she's yeah, not too. Cassandra Kane. So I liked all that. Even, I think the one thing where I didn't, like, even though I thought it was shot beautifully, like the whole um, beanbag sequence is so dope. I thought the violence was a little too much. That might be why. Really? I didn't, yeah, because you know, I like, thought it was right in line with DC level of violence. Yeah, but that's the problem. I'm, I'm like, I like Shazam level of violence <laughs> at this point. I don't need. Is this the, is this the MCU effect where it's like I I care about violence, but not that much. Yeah, like, like that's what I think it is. Like, and, it's, and it's also when I want like I'm I wasn't anticipating it. Maybe that was the thing. I wasn't anticipating when Harley Quinn jumps off the table on a dude's legs. You're going to see well, them. Snap backwards. Now, even though this is a completely different team, again, y'all got to remember, this is still DC EU. So you saw how they did with Suicide Squad. You saw how they did when it comes to levels of violence in general. I thought this was far more violent than Suicide Squad. It was more graphic. Graphic, sure. The, the violence was graphic. Sure, but it wasn't. And, and that's another thing. The R rating also hurt this movie. Like <laughs> Big. It hurt that's this movie so big. Because, that graphic violence. But it wasn't really the violence. It. So it's because she said fuck a few times. Well, they didn't need that either. Both of those could have been cut. All right, but even still, it didn't. Those little. What I'm saying is, yeah. even in, and and I don't know if this is because my level of of tolerance of violence is different from yours. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it, it was R rating worthy. Oh my god! Yes, uh, <laughs> I think it was. My man's legs went backwards, and they showed it. <laughs> all right. Well. I'm saying, and, and, and like I said, maybe our time is different. Like several times, too. Maybe our time is different. <laughs> it wasn't just like Maybe once. also because I've seen it done in other movies. Stuff like that. Yeah, I have too, like the that, Raid. No, but that wasn't R. R-rated. But I'm just saying, I've seen it in movies that weren't R. So I've seen it in perhaps movie. in aggregate, they will, the, the commission was like, nah, yeah. that's an R. <laughs> but that doesn't hurt it because the very, also they mentioned like the, the demographic, like the younger Younger girls, 17 or whatever mm-hmm. the, the age you got to be. That younger demographic that would have been rocking with Harley Quinn couldn't go. No, when, At least not When o- I walked board, out, that so. was my first thought. Like, who did they make this movie for exactly? Even though I enjoyed it, it was like, okay, you want to get, you know, the girl power, which you said it was well done. So you want to get young women, you know, into this. But unless their parents, like, I was thinking, okay, this. Oh, a parent would not take their child see, to see this. this thing, most 12, parents. All right, see, at 12 years old, I was watching stuff like RoboCop and Predator. But Super, that's see, extremely now, violent. I, I, my, I would never be allowed to see shit like that. Oh, as see, a kid. I saw all that. So, but that's the thing. I'm a young boy, and I know how parents are with boys versus young girls. Yeah. And so it's like if your young girls are, and then 
young girls also aren't the ones who need that super violence. You know? Well, I don't see. I, mean, I wouldn't even say some, all that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say all that. Because yeah. cause this is about, now you're talking about personalities and making True. assumptions. Yep. The only thing that I, I, I vibe with is what you said about the parents. Like, yeah. our parents, and also the 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 kind of the societal roles that parents yes. give their children about what girls supposed to see yeah. or what a boy supposed to see. Yeah. That's definitely a factor. Oh, huge. And the R did not help. Not at all. Because that's what I said. When I walked out, I was like, yo, this is way too violent for, you know, young women to come and see. And like drug said, use, too. I mean, everything. Drug use, Sex. Too. I mean, it was an amazing scene, but drug use, too. Um, yeah. I will say, the also, I just before we get out of that, uh, there's this point. The fighting. Oh, exceptional. The fighting choreography in this shit. It's the Matrix of choreographers. Okay, that's, what, that's why it was so good. Yeah. The fighting choreography was phenomenal. The way that they... They married each character's personal strengths, their abilities to their fighting style, yeah. and then to coordinate it all together. Bro, like at the end of the day, Birds of Prey, incredible film, just poorly marketed. And unfortunately, the R killed it. Yeah. In terms of like making it that big blockbuster that it was supposed to be. And there's actually a Twitter thread that we retweeted uh, that the director, uh, Kathy Hahn, I think. Uh, she retweeted as well, and this woman seen the film five times already when she made this thread, and was going damn near minute by minute, giving you all this stuff. So look on the Fall Nerds Twitter feed. Wow, yeah, it's crazy. Like so much details, mm. you know, just m- multiple amounts of details that I didn't notice or little things like you know, Poison Ivy is in the beginning animated sequence, right? When they're talking yes. about her ex lovers, yes, yes, and things yes. like that, you know, just all these little details that were put into the film. Yeah, yeah, it was it's it's a, an incredible film. If you've yeah. seen it before, I would definitely say go see it again. If you haven't, don't sleep on it. Like, and because it's gonna be out of theater soon anyway, but don't sleep on it. If you can stream it, stream it. I mean, legally, um, and it, I, I, I just. I'm I'm just very saddened that it ended up with the reception that it did. I, and I was kind of upset about the endings. Well, I don't want to spoil it, but Warning. the way the villains were dealt with because oh, okay. I could well. see I would love to see more. You know, you kind of spoil it, but okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that might need to be edited out. Might need to be, but we're also two weeks past this film at this point. Our review is like just a little bit like if you ain't seen it by now, it's gonna be out the theater soon anyway. Um, yeah, so so that's that. That's Birds of Prey. Um, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Now, what I said about Sonic the Hedgehog was what you thought I said about Birds of Prey. Sonic the Hedgehog is the best video game adaptation, and I I also said that in my thread. Sonic the Hedgehog movie is the best video game adaptation, live action slash adaptation. Doom? No. I didn't see that one either. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to think. Mortal Kombat wasn't that you, bad. You're naming shit that's terrible. And Mortal that's Kombat why, ain't that bad. Yes, my nigga. That I mean, shit is yes, terrible. Is. Yeah. Street Fighter, terrible. I, Super Mario, terrible. I, Every name, the only video the, game. Go ahead. It's another fighting game that they made a... Um, a live action adaptation? Yeah. That I... I will, there's a woman in it that I, you know, like, so that Oh, helps. wow. Okay. So, <laughs> like I said, Not sure. the Sonic the Hedgehog is, and, and and we can fight about it if you like, yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog is the best video game adaptation to date. Super Mario Bros.? Now, like I was saying, I'm ignoring that. <laughs> no, I mean, that shit is what terrible. I was Now, what I was saying was, yes, I also said this in my thread, yes, the bar is ridiculously low. Street Fighter? That being said, <laughs> Sonic did justice to the character it did yeah. justice to the fans sonic or a uh, sega team they or sega sammy that's the that's the company behind sonic they 
whatever their involvement is, they did it right. And that reshoot, that reanimation of Sonic was absolutely 100,000% needed, period. Without that reanimation, this shit would have sunk under the jail. Mm -hmm. Like, it was absolutely required because there was no way you would have connected with this character. The movie does have very kitty undertones. That being said, it's not cringy. As an adult, you can still enjoy it. And if you are a Sonic fan, you're going to lose your fucking mind. Especially, shouts out to my brother. He freaked out. I think he saw it twice already. Wow. Like, the, like within days. If you are a Sonic fan in any capacity, whether you read the comics, you watch the cartoons, you play the games, any combination thereof, you're going to lose your fucking mind because they are so... Oh, what's the word? They, they, Easter eggs. Well, the Easter eggs, yes. But they are so true to Sonic and true to the heart of the characters. The Easter eggs are phenomenal. Stay through the credits, all of the credits. It matters. Any knuckles, any shadow? I'm not saying shit. All right. You expect, like I said, because I know there's some, some Sonic fans... Just even just playing the games. Yeah. Go watch this shit. Lots of nostalgia for everyone who, you know, was in, in that era, but excellent movie. Excellent. I'm 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 just and again, I'm also so hyped about it because I did not expect it to be that good. Mm. All right. And I, I did not expect it to take number one and not birds of prey. It made and money. Not everything out. Yeah, I did not expect that. I, at I, all. Say, I didn't expect none of this. And yeah. it just goes to show like it was and it was a fun movie. And I know you talked about the redesign and everything you needed, yeah. but I know that was also, I'm not sure if this was the direct reason, but the studio responsible, the, the animation studio responsible for the redesign closed. Right, I remember we talked well, about that, but my, my thing is like, look, I'm all about respecting the artists. I'm yeah. all about respecting time and understanding that people are putting work on this. I also understand that this is a multi-billion dollar business. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they got such a poor response to that and that they took the time to say you know what my bad let's do this over they understand the business of it and it clearly paid out now i feel do feel bad for the for the company that closed because i'm not sure if all those people were able to get rehired elsewhere at the end of the day this is also the break sometimes i'm what i'm saying is i'm not gonna sit here and blame the the thousands of people who including myself who was like i hate it yeah, no. like we at the end of the day, we can we can we cause the fuss about it, and they, we and they actually listened. All right, two percent out of the ninety eight percent of the times this shit happens, they actually we actually got listened to. Awesome. The so we're to blame. The worst part about it is like I can't get that horrifying Sonic out of my head. Like this shit is horrifying. Like, I can't like like the, the thinking about it right still now. Still talking about how horrifying it yeah. shows you why it was so important for them to do the redesign. Like right now, thinking about it, I, like if I think about the Sonic movie, that horrifying image pops in my head. So, Lord, yeah. Lord. But watch the movie so the horrifying image gets, starts to get scrubbed out. Because I will say, when you start, when you see the real movie, yeah. it scrubs it away. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I will. I will peep it. I love Jim Carrey. Uh, isn't James Martin in it too? Isn't he? The James dude? Martin is the yeah. main. Um, Tika Sumter is also okay. in it. Um, and thankfully, in the in the newer uh, trailers, they put her back in because they had removed her from the very first redone trailer. I'm like, well, where the fuck the black girl? And then they mm-hmm. put her back in. So, okay. um, and there's again, and of course, Jim motherfucking Carey, outstanding job. Yeah, I believe it. He's been killing it lately. And with that, we're going to take a quick break, but stay with us because we have much more to come. Some huge announcements when we come back from this commercial break. Hey guys, it's Allison Williams. I'm an actor, and when I am not scaring people on screen, I am hanging out with For All Nerds and listening to their show. 
Hey guys, this is Rod and Karen of the Blackout Tips Podcast. And when we are doing one of our mini podcasts, yes, we are listening to Four Hour Nerds. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Asante, one third of the Friend Zone. And when I am not smoking pot or playing Shinobi Striker, I am listening to Four All Nerds. Tune in. What's up, everybody? This is Chuck Creekmer, aka Jigsaw from AllHipHop.com. And when I'm not placing my heavy hand on the world of hip hop culture, I'm watching for all nerds. Hey, this is Logan Browning, and when I'm not trying to take over Netflix, I'm listening to for all of us. Yo, what up? This is Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. I play Black Manta in the Aquaman movies. And when I'm not getting around the city, I'm chilling, listening to for all nerds. What's up, y'all? This is Ann Steven Harris, fire artist, co-creator of Aztec, fire artist on Ajala, The Fringe, Michael Cray, Watson the Homes, don't forget Watson the Homes, award winner of Watson the Homes, Glyph Award, Eyes are nominated. When I'm not drawing, I am listening to For All Nerds. Check it. Hey, I'm Malcolm Lee, director of Night School, and when I'm not directing, writing, and producing, and editing and spending time with my kids, I'm listening to For All Nerds. Hey, this is Pamela Ribbon, and when I'm not writing things like My Boyfriend is a Bear or Ralph Breaks the Internet, I am listening to For All Nerds. Yo, what's up? This is Chico Leo, and when I'm not leading an Athenian revolt in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I'm listening to Four All Nerds. And welcome back to this episode of the Four All Nerds Show. As always, thank you to everyone out there who has subscribed on all those various platforms such as iTunes, uh, Twitch, Spotify, all them joints out there. Anywhere you find better podcasts, we are on it. So make sure you hit a subscribe, leave a rating, five-star comment, all that good stuff, especially on iTunes. You know, if this is your first time listening, just head over to iTunes right now, hit that rating, five stars, leave a comment about how much you love the show, how much you hate it. It don't matter really to me, (laughs) as long as you leave a comment. Just leave that comment. (laughs) You know, it's all matters the same. You know, hate, love, it's all the same. Yeah, come drag me. I don't care. Yeah, please. Please do it. I dare you. Yeah, I dare you for real. Because I might not be on Twitter, but I'll find that iTunes comment. I will reply. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Also, thank you to the patrons at patreon.com slash for all nerds. Thank you to everyone who entered into our latest contest over there. Very soon, we will be sending out some surprise gifts. To pretty much all y'all. Yeah. You know? And also, we did not forget about the people who I mentioned I had. We had a surplus of just yep. uh, I almost said baked goods, but <laughs> of some baked goods that we wanted to give away. Baked um, goods. So um, that will still be coming. And that mixtape is coming, the anime mixtape that's also still coming. Yes. And all of this is made possible by y'all. Y'all just got our bonus episode. Mm-hmm. In the first ever Patreon only bonus episode of the For All Nerd Show, which was, you know, featured Vidi Ayala and Danny Lore, yes. me and Tatiana distressing Terminator Dark Fate. Yes. And that is indeed Patreon only, meaning we're not posting it elsewhere. The nope. only way you're gonna get on, you at least gotta put in like a dollar, two dollars on, on Patreon, two dollars at least. Yes. And then you can get all of this bonus content that we are bringing you over there, all this bonus content that we are lacing y'all with. So please head over to Patreon 
Facebook.com slash For All Nerds and join the mission. Help us, you know, achieve great things. Please. And it's still Black History Month. So, yes. You know, make Black History. Support, you know. Support black history. Support black podcasters. Support black creators. Do your thing. All that. Support black history as it's being created right in front of your face. Your face. Because this is black history right here. (laughs) Being made. You know, speaking of black history. I knew this is where it was going. (laughs) You knew this is where it was going. Trinidad Tatiana herself is now... In a mother effing Marvel comic book that you can buy by the time you hear this, that hoe is on stands. <laughs> Might be that sold out already. Stands. Honestly, if y'all could sell this shit out, I would be more than pleased. How much is a single issue? $3.99? $4.99. Three to four ninety nine. <laughs> $4.99. It is four ninety nine. <laughs> I got the friends and family discount. Yes, I did, did I did purchase my copies, but I did get the discount. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's about four ninety nine. Um, there are three covers. It's the main cover and two variants. Yep. Um, if you want to get all three and support, please do. But really, um, you know what we might should do? What mm. we might should do. Wow. Uh, we <laughs> might. English. Right. We should do like a, uh, like a, a sell, not a sellout day. I forgot what they call it. But basically where there's a day where everyone commits to like going to whatever their, their store is and buying whatever the particular title is. So, okay. And I forgot what that's like. Everyone calls it something different, but yep. I've seen people do that with like their 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 new products at Target and also. But anyway, maybe we might do that. Point is, if y'all could sell out these stores of Marvel Voices Number One, mm. please do that. Get all the covers if you want. The covers are fire. Shouts to Kari Randolph. Shouts to Damian Scott. Um, also, you have uh, stories in there written by Brandon Montclair, who is who wrote. He's one of the writers for Moon Girl. Evan Narcisse. Evan Narcisse. Um, uh, Rob Markman, shout outs to Rob of, of Genius. He wrote a story in there, and a couple, and a few of us were actually, oh, Aletha Martinez, artist extraordinaire. Like a lot of us were actually at Anyone Comics the other night. We did a signing there, so if you were there, thank you so much for coming through. Salutes to you. If you were there, you were able to actually get your comic book signed by everyone in attendance. You will also see if you look up on my IG, also for owners IG, you see everybody who was there. If you are in New York or will be in Brooklyn, you can go to Anyone Comics on, I think it's on Union Street. And we signed a few copies there. Like, all of us signed a few copies there. So there's still some on the rack. You can go there and grab it if you weren't able to make it to the launch event. But, uh, again, history in the making, really. This book is actually the brainchild of the podcast led by Angelique Roche. And without her, I wouldn't even be a part of this. So, Mm. first of all, big ups to her. Love to her. Thank you so much. Um, and just stay tuned, y'all. Like, it's just the things that we are doing between Ben, I mean, and myself, the things that we are doing and the heights we're achieving is because of the fact that y'all support us. Word up. And speaking of that, we will be at South by Southwest. Yes! If you didn't know already, we are doing our Evolution of Blackness in Geek Culture Meetup. This is an official South by Southwest event, meaning we are on schedule. Wow. Meaning they are bringing us out there into a little bit of the capacity. <laughs> we still got to pay for quite a lot of things there. That being said. Lights ain't cheap, folks. Yo. So, um, but yeah, if you guys remember back in the summertime, we, we had this big campaign where we were looking for your votes. And literally because of you guys, we made it in. Unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Like, we did not expect this to happen. We was just like, we're going to do our best. Well, we're not going to be surprised if they be like, if they if they curve us. 
But we got the okay. We're like, yeah, we want y'all. So we in there official. If you're going to South by Southwest, put us on your schedule. Just go to the scheduler, star it. That will add you. Um, we're this is gonna be a fire meetup. The, the description of this meetup is on it. I'm not gonna tell y'all what it is because I want y'all to go read it. Um, but it is going to be for creatives of color mm. in this space. So yes. please, please come through if you're gonna be there. And as I mentioned, this trip is hella expensive. And because of that, we're gonna be launching a GoFundMe to try to help us with some of these expenses. As Benami said, flights ain't cheap, lodging ain't cheap. Unfortunately, we ain't, you know, we're not keynote speakers, so we didn't get that covered. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So, um, but, you know, we're doing our best. So if you can support in that way, we'd appreciate it. Uh, we will share the links when all of that stuff launches as well. Yes, sir. And thank you once again for everyone who's been supporting that because I, this is my first time ever getting to go to South by Southwest. Yeah. And our panel, our meetup is going to be so crazy Made sure you go check that because, like I said, if you are creative, we're going to have all kind of people, veterans of several different industries yes. up in there, you know, to help you get your ideas from one stage to the next. You know, this is going to be that collaborative space. Yes. That's going to bring you to greatness. Abundance for all. Yes, seriously. And you know that's how we are. We This is the... For All Nerd Circle of Trust. Yes, there it is. So we're bringing This is the For All Nerd Circle of Trust live. Live. In ah, your face. That's yes. the way it should be called. Yes. <laughs> the Circle of Trust live. The Circle of Trust live. So if you want to be a part of Circle of Trust, come through. If you can't personally be there, please support in any way you can. Appreciate it. Word up. And, you know, you got people who have actually, you know, writers, directors, all kind of people who've done things in several different industries, producers, you know, it's going to be yeah, everything. It's going to be lit. And speaking of lit, it's now, man, two weeks has been a minute. We are stacked up with nothing but the best in frequently asked questions. The guac is extra. The guac is extra. Where we answer any and all questions that you send to us, hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com or on all of our social medias, which are still active, unlike mine, at forallnerds. <laughs> Hit us, ask us your questions. And as always, if you're a patron at patreon.com slash forallnerds of a certain tier, you can get your question answered automatically, no matter what it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. So hit hit over there, patreon.com slash forallnerds. What up? And what do we have up first? First comes from Tia B713, a.k.a. G.I. Joe Biden. Mm. Weekend at Bernie Sanders. Elizabeth Warren G., your impeaches and cream. Okay, that got no response from Ben on me. I mean, I like Weekend and Bernie Sanders. I, I fuck Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. damn. Yeah, it's still general. a good AKA. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. But, but you just, just don't hear, like yeah, it. fuck his name. It's like if you, you know, it's like you were like Donald Duck Trump. I still won't fuck with that AKA. You know? No, that's whack. Yeah, and you ruining Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dude. All right. Yeah, Joe don't need to be just dragged like that. <laughs> dragged so down with angry. Joe Biden. All right, the question is, between love, laughter, sex, and food, if you can only choose two experiences to be great for the rest of your life and the others would just be, okay, which two would you choose? I still don't know. I want laughter and food to be great. I also think sometimes, I don't know, that's also the Capricorn coming out at me like, I don't need nobody. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm an independent black woman. I, I can do bad all by myself. Um... But I like but, food. But it's not like you lose the other things. It's just that the the two you choose are going to be amazing, and the other two are just going to be okay. 
I'm okay with. Am I okay with love being just okay? Yeah, I know. That's a tough one. Damn. That's why I would go with love first. That's the first one. All right. N- yeah, maybe yeah, love. I need love to be great. Love. I, I love do, to I laugh. stop laughing like this. Like I'm I'm like the biggest laugher in the world. Do I stop like there's this magical thing? No, it's just that not everything like even like the most oh, things the, wouldn't be whatever you think is the most amazing funniest thing it would you would never have that experience ever again it would just be oh that was that was cute but wow. you you would never be like falling rolling crying all that oh, stuff oh man that's a, I do that like every day you want to be laughing my ass off rolling on the floor yeah i do that all laughing. the time like, um literally. right and i do that all the time but mm, it's hard i guess okay i love yes yes capricorn or not i'm still about my emotions so love yeah sure and probably food because I fucks with food so heavy. Fucks with sex food. a lot. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're being real, but... Like, yeah, love and sex. I'm going to have to go with those two. As you as have to be amazing and yeah. everything. And then you're okay with food bits being okay. Yeah. And you're okay with laughter being yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, that hurts. <laughs> you know? Don't get me That's wrong. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> you know, but th- those are my choices. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, what's good, Ben Amin and Tatiana? This is Mays here, aka Bruce Wayans, Narco Polo, John F. Hennessy, Big Bane Theory. That's so Craven, and Professor X. Men can't jump. It was like three things in there. I get you. That's so bad. <laughs> that the, the execution was almost and there. also wildly disrespectful. Like you know that. <laughs> That can be taken so wildly disrespectful. Like, Professor Edge can't jump. No shit. Wow. Bruce Wayans was cute. Yeah, that's like Christopher Reeves won't stand for this either. <sighs> but I mean, like, I think... That was Eminem. We just need... Uh, Don't blame for me on that one. We just need a video segment where it's just you judging everyone's AKAs. Like, this because I love to watch your reactions. Um, the question... <laughs> that would be great. Like, like, like when, when what's the name does Negro Domus? <laughs> Like you know, you oh, know, Paul like, Mooney. Yeah, when Paul Mooney, you know, they have like the video segments of um, uh, you know, it'd be like people asking questions. So that would be, you know, you would dip. Oh my people, god! It'd be you. You would get people on the street to just give AKAs, oh, and then right. they cut to me in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, speaking of that, real quick, I was um, when Stephen King said some wild shit recently. Yeah, I went back and found a clip of when he on there asked, "Do black people want to go to black doctors and black dinners and black?" And Paul Mooney was like. Yo, this nigga. <laughs> so just to let y'all know, Stephen King been on that bullshit. Well, I Yeah, he know. trash. All right, the question goes, happy Black History Month. First thing, love the Green Ranger video edit y'all put out on Twitter. Thank you. Thank, Thank Ben Amin. Uh, which leads me to this question. I was a big fan of the 2017 reboot of Power Rangers. I was too. And want to ask you guys, did you see it? Yes, I did. What did you think so? What, you, what did you think of so? Like I said, I loved it. And besides it underperforming, why couldn't they greenlight a sequel? <laughs> there you go, fam. You just answered all your own questions. Right. Uh, smaller question. I would love to hear you guys' review of Netflix. You, you is the most bugged out, fucked up show, and I fucking love it. Yep. Uh, to answer your question, yes, I other question. Yes, I seen Power Rangers 2017. I thought it was good. Uh, it underperformed because it underperformed. I mean, just like Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey movie. Might not get Fantastic. a sequel. Fantastic. May not get a sequel because it underperformed. I don't know. Yeah. But now when I think about it, I the writing for Power Rangers 2017 movie wasn't as good. Not nowhere near Harley Quinn. So maybe that has something to do with it not getting a sequel, but... I just think it's more straight up and down and underperformed. I think that, it was, a you know, it just... 
did not pop like they wanted it to. You know, Power Rangers is a massive franchise. You're just saying some things just don't hit. Yeah, some things just didn't hit because I thought it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I don't remember, you know, the writing or anything being like bad or good. I thought, I remember liking the movie and being like, and I'm not a Power Rangers fan like that. And I was like, oh, this is good. You know, and then that was it. Yeah, I mean, like you, like, I like Power Rangers. I, I fucks with it, but I'm not like going to run around yeah. in a suit or nothing like that. And I'm no. not going to a convention. But it was really good. So, yeah. Well. But like, just like I felt, see, that's the thing. Like, that's how I felt about Harley Quinn. Both of those movies are good, but they're nothing about them where I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, like. Well, I, I, could, I felt that way about Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, I'd like I, to see I, sequels. I ride for that movie. I'd like to see sequels more than I would for Power Rangers. Okay. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe because I'm not a fan of Power Rangers, so that's the other thing, you know? I'm, I'm a fan of Harley and those characters where I'd want to see them more. Somebody, Power Rangers, hmm. I liked it, but I just didn't care enough, like, you know what I mean? You didn't it, care enough to care. Yeah, I liked it, and if they did a sequel, I'd probably see that, too. It was like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies, the recent ones. Ew. I enjoyed the first one, though. I didn't care about any of those. I'm not, never really. I heard the second one was better than the first one, but I never got through it. Eh. Yep. All right. Uh, The next question comes from Xander Roses. They write, have you read Lock and Key, and are you excited for the Netflix adaptation? Much love from Indiana. What up, Indiana? Um, I have read the first five or, I'm not sure how many trades there were total, I read them like over a weekend. I feel like I like binge lock and key years, you know, a few years back. So I barely remember shit. And I started watching the series. And um, these are the dumbest kids ever committed to television on this show. These motherfuckers are morons. Like, yikes. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm on like episode three. But oh my God, these kids are so fucking I mean, dumb. Are they supposed to be morons? I mean, it goes beyond the level of, like, they're supposed to be. They they would have to be, like, you know, you at this point, you would have to lock these kids up, you know, so they don't hurt themselves Lock and key. Yeah. Because they, they just, like, they have found magical keys to do all kind of wild shit. And their immediate reactions are pretty stupid. Even though I will say Shorty pulled a boss move. Uh, the young girl pulls a boss move, like, in episode three, where I was like, oh, that's thinking. Mm. You know, that's, like, using what, like, that was dope writing because it was, like, Basically, they get one of the keys allows you to put it in your own head and you can go and then they'll like open like a, well, like a chest will appear. And if you go in that chest, you'll be inside your own head where you can like go through your memories, go through your emotions, go through whatever you want. Mm. Shorty uses that trick and flips it. Where I was like, oh, that's an ill idea. It's going to cost you. I don't want to spoil it. It's going to cost you later. But. Yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, other than that these kids are morons. Okay. Yeah. And actually, uh, shout out to my man, Drace. He actually uh, wrote on Lock and Key, so I'm waiting to get to his episode. Oh, yeah. excellent. Yep. All right, next question comes from Kid Ford. They write, let's talk about our first queer black superhero on the big screen in Eternals. Ooh. What are y'all thoughts? Oh, this is, this is a tough one. Is it a tough one? Yeah. Um... Well... Well, first of all, let's let's be clear Faistos. about what we talk about. We're talking about Brian Tyree Henry. Who was playing Phaistos. Who was playing Phaistos, one of the immortal beings known as the Eternals. And it, it's, there's going to be a scene where he kisses, I assume, his husband? Yes. Okay. What's his husband's name? And that's the thing. I could never find the name of yeah, his Yeah, I don't think character. his husband's character's been named yet. I don't think he's one of the main Eternals, as far as I can tell. It doesn't seem to be. Because dude isn't one of the main cast. But Haas, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce his last name, Slayman, yeah. Slayman or Slyman. And he, but his name is Haas, H-A-A-Z. And he hasn't been one of the main cast or anything before this. Like he oh, wasn't at okay. the, yeah, I don't think he's one of the dudes who was at the, uh, at, what's that, Comic-Con? 
or oh, FCC, okay. whenever they announced well, it. Well, Haas yeah. is the, the actual person. He, yeah. he he is playing opposite Brian um, Tyree Henry. I think he's just a random yes. eternal. You know, a like random eternal. Yeah, yeah. But but yes, this this will be Marvel's first on screen kiss, first queer relationship, and to this question, uh, first black queer superhero on the big screen. What are your What are your thoughts, Ben? I mean, well, first and foremost, is Brian Tyree Henry actually? Queer? I don't think so. Um, I've never, I mean, that's something that, I, and, and I don't I've say that one way. I've never his personal life to know, you know, I don't know. No, yeah. I, well, what I'm saying is I don't say that one way or another, whether he should be playing his role or not. I'm yeah. just curious because I don't know. I'm curious as well. I don't know. And I don't, I, but as a straight, you know, I guess straight black man for the, um. I, I would prefer an actual queer actor gets to play a role of a queer character. But again, I don't know the circumstances behind this. See, there's so many levels to that though. Like. I get where we want representation and diversity, but I would also like queer actors to be able to play straight characters. Absolutely. And, you know, queer and straight actors to be able to the, play the, queer characters. The argument here is that it's not done enough yes. where 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 queer actors get that opportunity to have a choice. Yes. And especially one is a character that represents uh one of their communities. So like I you know, I get the sentiment about wanting to have that, you know, that person be represented a, a quote unquote appropriately. Um I also am not gonna take nothing away from Brian Tyree. Like mm-hmm. I I mean, as far as what I think about it, I think it's overdue that we saw it. Um you, you see Star Wars try to flub that in, uh try to say, Oh no, we got a queer queer presentation. Like, all right, whatever. Um now all right my it, it's just overdue. Here's the um Let's say I know there's to be a lot of arguments coming from this side of it where, you know, there's certain people who feel that black men um, don't have enough representation in media as is or straight black men don't have enough representation in media. Okay. I mean, let's see how many straight black superheroes are there. No, but see, you said straight black men and then you said straight black superheroes. Which Okay, but I mean, let's take it both ways. How many straight black men are there when they're not criminals, gangsters? You know, how many straight black men lead families on TV? This is us. Blackish. Blackish. This is us. Probably some stuff on Hulu probably, slash Netflix. Probably, probably a million Tyler Perry shows that I've never seen. Oh, no, no, it's, no. That is not a good... No, no but he stuff. did. He had that one for a while. That was a oh, family. He had a family show for Tyler a good Perry minute. Tyler Perry stuff is not a great example I mean, of hey, what we're trying to do because look, there's lots of colorism there, too. But anyway... Yeah, there's all kinds of um, isms in those shows. We're going to move away from that. Yeah. But, um, but, but go ahead, Ben. I mean, as a black, yeah, okay, well, straight okay, black man... Okay, but then, like, um, black superheroes, how many are there? Straight black men. And spe- or let's just T'Challa. say MCU. T'Challa. Um, uh, what's his name? Captain. He's now Captain America. Falcon. Falcon. Well, first of all, there's not that many to begin with. Like, yeah. oh, when are we gonna see them? Um, he's not a hero, but I was gonna say, what's his name? Michael B. Jordan. Wakabi. Michael B. Jordan was not Wakabi. No, I'm also oh, saying, saying Wakabi. Wakabi. Oh, I'm not okay. yeah, Killmonger. I'm not. Okay. I'm not saying Mbaku. my man. Yeah. Yep, M'Baku. Okay, even though, you know, M'Baku, I don't know. We, we just see, yeah, that's the thing. We don't know what side of, you know, where M'Baku likes to lay down. But, but what's the point you're trying to make? There, there's all there's an argument made that there's not enough, you know, straight black men in cinema. And also, the experiment seems to be, there's also the argument made that whenever it's something like, okay, a queer role, the first thing, instead of making the white man the queer one, they make the black man. Is this too hotel? <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that. Yep. Um, 
Like, I'm equipped to respond from the perspective of a black woman. I'm yep. not equipped to respond. And further, I don't want to say what you should be thinking or feeling yes. as a straight black man. So yep. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm just curious as your thoughts, and your thoughts are your thoughts. Yeah, no, and I and I feel both ways about it. Because I'm one person who likes representation from everything. You know, I don't care. You know, do 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 I can't wait to see uh, Wiccan and Hulkling, who are a queer couple, represented on screen. But I also... I'm a straight black man, and I feel like we don't get the type of roles all the time that everyone... Like, I feel like black people in general don't just get to be... But then that could be said for the same thing for queer black people. You know, they don't get to just be queer black people. Exactly. They have to be the villains. They have to be the monsters in shows. Or have to be stereotypically extra. Extra, and yeah, and all this other stuff. Um, We can't win. That's... That, it, it's, <laughs> it's such, like... This is what I always say about white supremacy. It's such a fucking insidious thing where it's like, it makes you question everything. You know, it makes shit where you just can't, like, enjoy some shit. Because you're always worried if there's an agenda behind it. It's so fucked up. And I love uh, Tyree, man. He was, like, the best part of fucking um, the I Joker. Oh, Joker. <laughs> oh, you, God, yeah. You give me that! No, because he was so good. Because he was like every black man yeah. when they run into a crazy white dude. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll fuck it, man. Let this nigga take that folder. Yeah, like I said, I don't <laughs> I, I don't really know how to respond to that. And also, yeah. like, it's something you have to tread lightly because yep. you very, like, you even said it. Like, you're, yeah. you're on the line of, of treading hotep territory. And once I start hearing that, I start tuning out. <laughs> like, I'm just like, all right. I thought my eyes were about to turn red. It, no, it reminds it starts reminding me of like that that very smart brothers post about the black man is Being the white the white man um, the white people of straight black men or the white black men yeah, or the so, white people of uh black people. Yeah. Which sometimes is the truth. Yeah. So like I said, it, that's a that's a very Yeah, it's tough. Cause that's the problem. Like I said, that that's choppy my problem. Water. It's like I, I question everything from a lens of like, damn, is this an agenda? You know, but then what's the agenda? You know, like you be questioning yourself. Yeah, man. Like, white supremacy be having you questioning yourself. <laughs> like, that shit is so fucked up, yo. It's just so fucked up. Um, Let's see. We have one, time for one more. All right. Mm. Picture me rolling, a.k.a. T'Chaka Flocka Flame, a.k.a. T'Challa, if you hear me, a.k.a. Lex Luthor King Jr. Because it's Black History Month. I don't think I like that one. <laughs> With this. <Yeah. laughs> Lex Luthor no, King Jr. Bet on me made a face. Okay, with the success I, I, with the success that, no. of recent movies based off of video games like Sonic and Pokemon, we know Hollywood follows trends. So it's inevitable that they're gonna put out some more quality, hopefully, video game movies. But that said, what video game would you like to see on the Ninja, big screen? What? And what would you like <laughs> and who would you like to star in it? Ah, 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 wait, stop ah, stop reading the question before I can get to it. I'm thinking God of War starring Boris Kojo because he's bald, shrug emoji, <laughs> black man shrug emoji, or Metroid starring Regina King because I want to see Regina King in space being a badass. I shouldn't have modulated my voice like that because I was just concerned. Um, no. No. <laughs> no. No to those kids. <laughs> no to either of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, fam. I love Regina King too, but no. And Boris Kojo is like just... Off, like you are just like in the wrong well, realm. I say, I just say, and and clearly not because they're black. He I, is born, I, I, I don't like. I don't see, I personally don't. And this again, this is your personal cast. Yep. Casting Roland. So whatever you want is whatever you want. Yeah. Me myself I mean, personally, I've always seen Samus 
Metroid as younger, so I don't think Regina fits that bill in that mm-hmm. age group. And not a Boris Kojo, bro. No. Like I, he's he does resemble him. Uh, I, I'm talking about from an acting perspective. Yeah, no way. I've never seen. I'm Boris, just talking about acting. I've never seen <laughs> Boris display that type of feeling that I need from I'm, Kratos. Right, I'm just simply talking yeah. about acting, and I and I don't see it. So. Nah, um, but, you know, would you want a video game movie to be, another video game to be adapted very well, and who would you like to see in it? Um, you know, the thing, of, the, the, the interesting thing about games nowadays is they that are they movies. are movies. Yeah. Look at the Spider-Man game. Like, yeah, how you it's a movie that? within itself. Yeah. Uh, God and, of War. I don't, like, I don't need to see a God of War movie. Okay, this is a spoiler for well, the two-year-old. live action. Do you want to see this happen in flesh and blood no. person? Because it's like, it's not going to hit me as much as that game of playing through the game and having that relationship of playing the game and having Kratos and his son develop in front of me where I'm crying at the end when this dude called his son, son. Like, did anybody even see the Assassin's Creed movie? Did it even come out? Like, remember the Assassin's Creed movie? What's his name? Starring Fassbender. Fassbender. No. No, they didn't. And Origins is like one of the best video games ever. It's an incredible story. But nobody cared about that movie. No. I mean, at the end of the day, I really don't think... And Sometimes I feel like this. I feel like no video games need to be adapted. But then you get shit like Sonic, which is amazing. Yeah. But also Sonic worked because even though it was quote-unquote live action, he's still animated. Mm. It's CG. It's yeah. still animation. Yeah. So it works. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he appeared in Wreck-It Ralph, which is all about video games. It was, you know, it was a different type of situation. But again, Kratos all animated. Kratos is in Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. It was all animated. So it's not a leap from the original medium that I was in. Um, but to say like like straight up and down live action, like I don't want to see a live action Zelda. I don't. I thought about it. I used to, but I don't think I want it no more. I, you know why? And also because I've seen fan films yeah. done on YouTube that were incredible. Yeah. And I'm just like, should, like again, I don't trust the studios. I, they worked with Sonic, and again, Sonic is animated. So, I mean, and all you need is like a marginally good actor to make it work. So, well, like, what I about flesh and blood? Like a flesh and blood Zelda? I didn't know um, the Witcher from the books. I knew it from the video game. Right. Okay. And the that Witcher became a great show. It's fire. Yes. It's also a show, and it's episodic in nature. It's not a whole movie. Movies, yeah. the approach to a film is different. Yeah. So, but I could see a God of War show. Right, but they said movie. Yeah. I could see a God of War trilogy. I don't think I would care, though. Either way. You would care. Yeah, I would care. If it made it all the way to that point, you would care. I would care because, you know, this is what we do. Nobody was thinking about Witcher, and then y'all saw the fucking previews. was like, holy shit. And now that shit is like, you know, touch a coin to your Witcher. Like, everyone's on that shit. That's the best part of the damn show. Like that, the, the song is the best part of the show? I mean, show? the show was solid, but it wasn't like, you know, where I'm like streamer for that Your season Your hater three. levels are so high today. <laughs> Incredibly. <laughs> Exponentially. Hey, I've been to uh, Lock and Key, and I've been to, you know, The Witcher. Like I said, um, it, but like, you, I think that's the real thing is that some of these games these days, their story is so incredible yeah. that it's like, what's the point? But then again, you take something like... Uh, Wicked and the Vine, an incredible story in a comic book. And I'd like to see that show. But they are adapting a show similar to it already. Isn't it for Freeform? No, Wicked and the Vine. Well, sorry, I'm thinking been... Why the Last Man, too. Yeah, why? That got pulled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. Why the Last Man, one of my favorites ever. And I think a perfect ending, perfect story, everything. But I would love 
Well, I don't know about love. I wouldn't mind the show. But again, you keep talking about shows. We said film. Oh no, you can't do that. In, yeah, you can't see? do that. See, certain things. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think film is just really tough. I think a God of War film would be really tough because even with three or four of them, it'd be mad tough. I think you need a show. They could make it. They they that's gonna happen now that we're in the universe. And yeah, it's probably a show though. I, I would say God of War show before a movie. I think all you know because it's like. You need that space because video games have so many hours of storytelling in them already. You know, it takes you at least 10 hours to finish God of War. Like, wow. Yeah. I, I just, no Boris Kojo, Jesus I'm sorry. Christ, no. no <laughs> and, and no Regina <laughs> King either, I'm sorry. Your respond, not your, not your, 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 I guess, reason of because he's bald? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> like, you could have said, um, Bloodshot, uh. Not Will. Brazil. Um, oh. family. Um, <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, you could have said Vin Diesel. I mean, they both. You could have said motherfucking Patrick Stewart. I don't need to see Triple that motherfucker ball too, and he ain't got a war. I don't need to see Triple X again, nor do I need to see Gran Torino. Dot dot God of War. Like I don't. I'm okay. Ah, oh, boy. I want to see Patrick Stewart as God of War no! now. No, <laughs> Kratos. Patrick Stewart is Kratos. Yeah. That said, <laughs> that is the NRR Guac Oof, segment. If God. you have a question about geek or pop culture, be it about video game, movies, gaming in general, movies, film, comics. Anything in between, or if maybe you have a life question, you're looking for our support or our guidance, please hit us up. Contact at forallnerds.com. In addition, you can always hit us up on the interwebs at For All Nerds. You can also, if you are a Patreon subscriber and you're on a certain tier, you get a guaranteed go out question. We have to answer that question, but you have to be on that tier. You know what that tier is. And also, if you're a Patreon subscriber, just shoot us a message. We read our messages all the time, and we will add your question to the list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And before we get out of here, some other news. I'm not sure. Did I ever get to talk about this movie Loose on here? L-U-C-E. You mentioned it uh, about the, is this about the black man in yes. San Fran? But, no, Last Black Man in San Francisco black is man another great one. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Um, Loose is on Hulu right now, folks. L-U-C-E. Kelvin Harrison Jr., I think is the name of the young man who is the uh, lead actor. I want to say that uh, he came up on our year-end show when April Rain was here. Oh, she, she did was, She did mention him. She yes. was talking she about did. Luce and his other film, Waves, that he was in yes. this year. This man is a superstar in the fucking making. Word. He is a brilliant actor, and Luce is one of the illest films that I've seen. Um, I also finally got to peep Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Which quickly became one of my favorite films of the year. See, look at this. I've watched it like three, four times now. Is this because you're a Tarantino stan? Yes. Oh. <laughs> and this is Tarantino, like, back in form. Like, I didn't really enjoy uh, The Hateful Eight that much. I felt it was too long or whatever. You know, there was a lot of talking Chico about Chico Leo hated it. Yeah, I didn't hate it. I, I've seen it once, and I didn't really care to see it again. I didn't... Um, it was too long. Yeah, what do you call it? What was the other one? Glorious Bastards, I liked, but that I was like another Glorious one I didn't really need to see again. I liked it a lot. Yeah. And when I watch clips of it, it's really dope. But I just was never like, okay, I need to go back. But I've watched um, Once Upon a Time Hollywood like three times in my house already. Like, yeah, Yeah, movies. And I'm also not a Tarantino stan, so. Oh, my God. I love that movie. But Loose, folks, it's on Hulu right now. And it was described to me by Mellow Marketer as what Joker was trying to be. Hmm, explain that. Okay, Loose Feet is a story of this high school kid. He's a young black man. He's an, adopted by his parents when from, I want to say, around 10 years old 
or no, 13, I think, is when they adopt him. Maybe even younger. I'm not sure. But Luz comes from Eritrea, where he was a child soldier. Oh. Okay. So Luz is brought to America, grows up in America, but has this history of being a child soldier. Yes, yeah, super PTSD, and he's super smart. He's a genius. He's an athlete. He's all these things. And so the film is about whether or not Luce is a supervillain, a superhero, or somewhere in between. Is that's the best way I would describe it. Wow. And it's fantastic. It blew my mind. The dude is so phenomenal. I mean, he's terrifying at points. Like, got to see it. I'm got ready. to see it, folks. Like, oh my God. Like, you know, I've been thinking about it since I watched it. I need to watch it again, but it's so, you know, it's terrifying. Like, it is I'm like. I'm with it. Yeah, like, to me, stuff like that is more terrifying than quote unquote horror movies. Oh, like, way more. Because this is real life shit. Yeah. And this dude is just the way he displays his emotions, his like, just everything. The script, everything about this film is just exceptional. And I was so upset that it didn't get a lot more burn. It got nominated for nothing as far as I saw across the board. I don't know about maybe some independent awards. I actually saw it come up on uh, Honest Trailers when they did their Oscar nominee, you know, Honest Trailer. Mm -hmm. They were like, and shout out to all the movies that didn't get any love. And, you know, they showed a quick clip from Loose. And I was, Definitely you know. checking that out. Between that and Last Black Man in San Francisco, I thought those were two just incredible films from last year that really did not get the love they deserve. Mm, okay. Last Black Man in San Francisco is on Amazon uh, streaming right now and is also just a, I mean, just a beautiful and where's Loose on Hulu or Netflix? Loose is on Hulu okay. right now. And both of those Adding are just, to my queue. Yeah, beautiful movies. Just loose, though, is something else, man. Shout out to Mellow Marketer for putting me on to that one. Because, woo. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it again. But, man, yeah, that 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 that's a lot. That's a good one. Big facts. Big um, facts. Like we said earlier, as far as your comments, I cop this week. Get Marvel Voices number one. As I mentioned before, there are three different covers. If in, you're in New York, you want to do a Where's Waldo of all the people involved in the project, you can. If you see me in the streets or if, or if we're going to be in the same place, same time, I will sign your copy. South by Southwest, bring so If you come to South by Southwest, bring it, right. Bring it through. Some of the other creators may be there, so you will be able to get your stuff signed. Thank you to everyone who supported. Thank you to everyone who has. And if you haven't, go to the Marvel Voices site. I believe it's marvel.com slash voices. And all of our essays are up there, including mine's called Applied Sciences. Nice. Congratulations, Joe. Thank that you. That's fire, too, by the Thank way. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm in shock. And that's that. Fan Bros. F-A-N-P-R-O-S-O. <laughs>